welcome to Pal with Michelle. This is a support group for parents of addicted loved ones. Today's lesson consists of an enabling checklist. But first, I want to start with a prayer. I want to pray for all of you who are listening today who may feel like there's more that you can do and you're not sure how to help. And maybe you're tired of hearing that enabling word. We're going to talk about that today. Enabling. Are we enabling our children or are we not? And how do we help in a constructive way? So my prayer is that you can listen to this podcast and maybe come away with just a little bit of hope in your own life where maybe you can think that you're going to change something or you're going to find inspiration or knowledge someplace other than um, places that haven't worked before. There are many times, so many times as a parent, I'm sure you feel the same way, That, but I've blamed myself for my son's problems. You look back on their lives and you think, what did I do different with this kid that I didn't do with the others, right? And throughout my son's using career, people have said, don't enable him, don't enable him. And I got to the point where if somebody said that E word, I would get like this, my hair would stand up. Like I would just get angry, right? Because everybody's so quick to judge about, well, you just never bail them out of jail. You never do this. You never do that. But nobody has walked our walk, right? Nobody can really understand our circumstances. Nobody was in my shoes. So how, how do they know what the right thing to do and the, and the wrong thing to do, right? So I understand our dilemma for years was that we were worried about our grandkids. And so we did things that we thought would help give our grandkids the best opportunities in life. Um, when our son couldn't afford a home, we bought a home and then he rented it from us until he lost his job and couldn't pay rent anymore. Um, And looking back, it's like, well, did we just delay the inevitable by helping all the time? Did we just keep putting the net under them until we got so burned out that we pulled that net right out from under them? I don't know. We, we, We just looked at it like we were saving the grandkids. And that's why for us, the enabling word was just always so gray. We were worried that the kids were going to have emotional issues um, if they lived in poverty all the time. And mom was often depressed and couldn't get out of bed. And we couldn't fix that, right? Um, Nobody can fix that. We can't fix our children's problems. They have to find ways to help themselves, right? I understand that now. So looking back, we probably helped in all the wrong ways. And um, I don't know about you, but maybe you feel like that now and maybe not. Maybe maybe you're looking at like, well, what are we supposed to do, right? Um, I understand. 
I totally do. And, and nobody can tell you what to do. Um, all we can do is offer suggestions, right? It's easy for easier for us now because we have guardianship of our grandkids. We evicted our son and daughter-in-law. And um, it, for me, sometimes it was easier if I just didn't see them because if I saw them and saw how sick they were, it would throw me into this crying fit where I just felt so awful for them I was so afraid for their lives and I saw how sick they were that sometimes it was just easier not just not to see them Um, maybe maybe I'm a coward but again it was self-care self-preservation and hopefully I think we're on the other side of that now but I'm here to say you're not alone. We get it. There's so many others like me and like you out there who understand. But we can't go back, right? We can't go back. We can only go forward. And if you're here listening right now, it's because you want to do something different. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results, right? Well, If you're going to do the same thing over and over again, chances are you're probably not going to get any different result. So you got to take care of yourself and that's why you're here and I'm so glad you are. So today what I have is that um, I have this checklist. Um, But first of all, I just want to say one more time, don't beat yourself up over any of this because again, it's self-care and that doesn't really help anything, right? We can't go back. We can only go forward. Um, And if you're looking to change something, you might want to go back and listen to lesson two on my podcast and write your child a letter. Look at those three important things that you can write um, either to never send or maybe just to to define the boundaries with your child that could help. But today I'm going to, I'm going to talk about a checklist. This is called an enabling checklist. I'm going to ask you 20 questions. Obviously, you know, you can't answer to me now because there's no way to do that. But I want you to think about that in your head. Um, when I ask you these questions, have you done any of these, right? And if you answer yes to three or more, there's a good chance that you are probably enabling somebody or you have. Now, just to clarify, I have done more than these three, on more than three on this list. So um, again, don't beat yourself up. Just um, educate yourself, right? And that's why we're here. Again, I will mention that all of this information comes from palgroup.org. I'm a facilitator. I'm not a counselor, but I love to encourage and give suggestions, and that's why I'm here. So here I go. Here's the enabling checklist. So just think and reflect on this as I ask you as I ask these questions. Have you ever covered a financial debt that is the result of a behavioral dysfunction or is something drug or alcohol related? Have you made a call to cancel an appointment on the person's behalf due to dysfunctional behavior? Have you ever called in sick or made excuses for his or her job or for school? Have you ever not called the police after this person was physically abusive? 
Have you ever let the person come and live with you because he or she ran out of money? As a result of repeatedly running out of money, have you continued to loan the person money? Have you ever bailed the person out of jail for an arrest connected with drugs or physical abuse? Have you ever excused the person from keeping a commitment because he or she was depressed? Are you afraid to confront the person about their behaviors for fear of violence? Are you afraid to confront the person about their behaviors for fear they will leave you? Do you sometimes believe their behaviors are not so bad because they are only occurring in your home? Do you sometimes act as if you believe the person's excuses even when you know he or she is lying? Do you sometimes think that it is because of you that the person behaved the way they did? Do you prefer not to talk to anyone about the problem because you're ashamed? Do you allow the person to come back to the house even after he or she has been physically destructive? Do you make excuses to your children for their person's behavior? Do you threaten to leave the relationship and then not follow through on leaving? Do you pretend the chemically dependent is sick when they are really coming off a binge? Have you ever taken drugs with a chemically dependent so you can be together? And the final question is, have you ever obtained drugs for the chemically dependent? If you've answered yes to three or more questions, you probably have been enabling someone. Yeah, I don't want to go into every single one of these questions on all the ones that I said yes to. But I'm sure if you stick with me, you will hear of those times because I want to be transparent. I want you to trust me to believe that I have probably been where you are now and I'm on the other side some days, not every day. Some days sharing this information with you is giving me um, courage and support. And even though I can't hear you on the other side, I have to believe that you're there and you're cheering me on as well as other parents of addicted loved ones. So remember, helping is doing something for someone that he or she is not capable of doing for himself. I can't tell you how many times I look back on this um, and thought, oh, my son had way too much to do, so I'll just pitch in and do this for him. No. Ask yourself, are you, what have you done in your life? My guess is you have done a ton of stuff to get to where you are, right? There's no reason why our children can't do the same. There's sacrifices. There are trade-offs to getting to where we are. And we can't make it easy for them because... Somebody once said this to me. We're on a journey, right? We all have a journey. I don't know what your journey is, but my journey has been different than yours, guaranteed. But what I know today, I didn't know when I was 20, right? I had to go through my journey to learn the wisdom of what I know today. Well, when we try to help our kids, we are stealing their journey. We are robbing them of their journey. 
And even though it hurts us to see them on this journey because we know it's so painful and sometimes we wonder if they're going to come out of this alive, right? I get it. But think of all the people in the world who have done amazing things, okay? How did they get there? It's because of their journey. It, it's because somewhere in their life they overcame adversity And through overcoming their adversity, they got to the other side and they are helping others. So think of it that way. Start praying for your son or daughter or other loved one that their journey will help somebody else someday. That by persevering and getting to the other side, they will be better for it, but they will also help other people be better for it, just like I'm doing today. Again, I thank you for tuning in. Um, Before you can change any behavior, you have to be aware that you have behaviors to change. And I hope that you've learned a little something today about the word enabling. Maybe you hate it as much as I do. (laughs) If so, uh, give me a shout. Um, I'd love to hear from you. I I do have a, a Facebook page. I think it's Pal with Michelle parents of addicted loved ones and I'd love to hear from you if you know of somebody who wants to be interviewed who has been through this and can speak into the positive side of their journey and how it's helping other people now I'd love to hear from you meanwhile God bless and thank you for tuning in and I look forward to pouring more information providing you with more suggestions and more support on this difficult journey.